Hello, welcome to I Totally Get That, the podcast that gives unsolicited advice about life, friendships, dating, and all that good stuff in between. I'm your host, Nat, and today's episode is going to be about Valentine's Day, or some may refer to it as the annual doomsday. So I am sitting here recording in my apartment because I am trying to procrastinate in any way that I can to not pack. I'm supposed to be traveling to DC this week and, or actually tomorrow morning, my lovely self decided to book a 7 a.m. flight. (laughs) Um, So I'm sitting here doing everything I can not to pack because I suck at packing and I hate it. But overall, this was a pretty good weekend. I, I did so much and I'm really proud of myself because I think over the pandemic, I've become such a homebody and I feel like I used to be a lot more social and now I think I've been getting maybe back into the groove a little bit better. So my friend and I went to a free concert on Friday night. We got to see Russ and Brent Fayez, and that was really, really cool. It was free. We were so surprised that it was free, and it was like 20 minutes away from me. And then the next day, we went to um, this event called Dodgers Fan Fest. I live really close to the stadium, so that was even more awesome because that was free. And so it was really fun to just be around so many different fans, um, eating good food, and just enjoying like a really beautiful day. So I'm like, I feel like I'm on a really, um, like a really happy come down or something because it was a really good weekend. Now my body is like, (laughs) oh, but it was definitely worth it. So I'm, I'm not complaining over here, but I have been thinking a lot about Valentine's Day because of course I see it everywhere in so many different ads when you walk into a store like Target bombards you with all of the Valentine's Day goodies and sweets and all of that. It's such a commercial, commercialized holiday. And I think that's not necessarily the best thing. Um, and for some people, I think it is such a dreaded holiday. I don't even know if I would categorize it as a holiday, but we'll just call it that for now. So I really wanted to talk about what you could do on Valentine's Day, whether you absolutely hate it or you love it, or maybe you're indifferent and you actually just are trying to find some fun ways to keep yourself entertained. Number one, find a mocktail or a cocktail recipe that you can put together on Valentine's Day. This could be whatever, you know, your favorite drink is, or maybe you don't like mocktails or cocktails, Get yourself a good glass of wine or make your favorite smoothie or something. Treat yourself to something that you don't normally have on the regular. This this can be a day where you treat yourself. It I think it's such a commercial commercialized holiday that it seems like it's all about romance and all of that type of love. But this could be a day that you choose to love yourself. Put some throw some love into your into your day because I don't think we do that enough. I think so many people will pour so much love into others and we don't do it for ourselves. So take this as an opportunity to treat yourself to a really, really good drink, alcohol or not. Number two, of course, 
this pairs very well with whatever drink you choose to create, food. There is so many, there's so many different Valentine's Day treats and goodies and food that you can buy. Like I know Target has like $5 and under treats that you can buy. I even saw these like heart-shaped Lunchables. <laughs> it was really cute. I was like, oh wow, I would have loved that as a kid. But Put together your favorite meal or if there's some comfort food that you really like, do that. Or order, I know, um, I think it's Pizza Hut and I'm sure other places do it, but they'll make heart-shaped pizzas. Now, you'll definitely have to make sure that you call way early because every everyone and their mother wants a heart-shaped pizza on Valentine's Day. So you'll have to plan ahead for that. But do eat something that's going to make you feel good. It's okay to do that. Another place you can check out too is Costco. Costco has the really good like pre-made charcuterie boards. They have tons of different types of cheeses and crackers. So you could put together your own charcuterie board with your friends or maybe for yourself. It doesn't have to be with a group of people, but there's so many affordable options. And I think food is definitely the key to our hearts sometimes. So use this as an excuse to eat something that you love. Number three, self-care. Whether that means going to Target or Ross or Marshalls and getting a face mask, maybe getting a really good scented candle. Ross and Marshalls have so many different candles you can get for under $10. Like I go there and I stock up on all of the yummy scents. So go there or maybe just go and smell the candles. If you don't want to spend money, like that's totally fine. But do something that's going to make you feel good. If self-care looks like going to the gym or getting your nails done, maybe buying a really good body scrub or a bubble bath, do that. But do something, set aside some time for a self-care activity. Number four, schedule a Galentine's or a Palentine's Day hangout. Find all your friends that don't have any plans Maybe some friends who are in the same boat as you who maybe don't love Valentine's Day as much. Or maybe they do. Because I think I'm one of the few people that actually really enjoys Valentine's Day. But I think that's probably because when I was younger, my parents would give us like a teddy bear or some candy. They would give us some little gift to remind us how much they loved us. And I really liked that. I think Valentine's Day could be a day where you just celebrate people that you love in general. Like the English language is so interesting to me. And I honestly, I have so much respect for people who learned English as a second language because it's so complicated. But I always find it interesting that we don't have multiple words for love. Like other languages have a word for romantic love, for friendship love, for spiritual love, or like a deeper level of love. But we only have one, unless there's something else that I'm missing. But I think it makes it hard when holidays or things like this come up because people automatically associate the word love with romance. And it doesn't have to be that way. This can be a day where you just show your love for people that you really care about, your friends, your family, or yourself. I think we don't show ourselves how much we love ourselves <laughs> enough. And this can be an excuse to do that. So schedule some time with your friends and make it a day to have a game night or do a potluck. If you don't 
want to put together a whole bunch of goodies yourself, then have everyone contribute. Or you can do like everyone brings, you know, their own Valentine's Day card or their Valentine's Day treat. Kind of like when we were in elementary school and you would like create your own Valentine's Day gift box and then everyone would go around and drop um, a Valentine's Day card in your box and it was just so much fun. Do something creative, like bring out your inner child. I am all for doing that. I know people think that's like hippie woo-woo stuff, but I think it really has a long-term impact on just our well-being in general. Like it's okay to have fun sometimes. And if it's cheesy, sometimes the cheesiest things are what make us feel the best. So I am all for doing this type of stuff. One thing I really liked that um, I did in college with my sorority sisters, we would have a Galentine's Day party every year. And that was so much fun. Like we would play music and we would dance and there would be snacks. And it was just a really, really fun day to just have a good time and just like not think about whatever was stressing us out that week or whatever boy broke our heart or whatever it was. It was just fun to be in community together because Again, humans are not wired to have to go through experiences alone. Like we crave community and we crave connection with other people. So I think this day is the perfect day to build that community with the people that you love. And number five, so this is a special one. This is for all the listeners who are probably rolling their eyes at the first four ways that I told you you can celebrate Valentine's Day. You're probably like, okay, like I would not do any of this stuff. I don't want to celebrate love. I absolutely hate love. Or maybe you just went through a breakup or you're just feeling really down on this day. You're really going to love number five because it is to just wallow. And by wallow, I mean being in touch with your feelings. If you feel sad on this day or you feel really alone, give yourself a moment to actually feel those emotions because I I have a lot of strong feelings about toxic positivity. And by toxic positivity, I mean kind of like lying to yourself saying like, oh no, I'm doing okay or everything's fine. Like I have it, at least I have it better than what's her face down the street. Like she just got dumped yesterday. I got dumped like two months ago, whatever it may be. Like you can give yourself grace and give yourself the space to actually feel those emotions because some studies have actually shown that when you suppress these types of emotions, it actually causes you to have like a significantly higher level of stress. And so in the short term, you might feel like, okay, like everything's fine. Like I'm going to be totally okay. And that might be okay for you at that moment. But in the long term, it's not going to be good for you because you're going to be building a habit of continuously suppressing your emotions, which leads you to have like very, very unhealthy coping habits. And you don't want that because that's going to begin to take a toll on you. And it might take a toll on those around you that you really love. I think you can give yourself the space to show yourself some kindness and some compassion because it's okay. It's okay to feel things. That's one thing that my therapist always tells me that I really appreciate because I always feel bad or I feel like I'm being overdramatic when I 
feel a certain like negative emotion or what others would perceive as a negative emotion. But she always reminds me like, it's okay to feel these emotions. It's more so like how you choose to act on those emotions. So if you're feeling really, really angry and you go and punch a wall or do something like not good like that, then that's a problem because you're angry and you're you're taking it out on something in a way that you probably shouldn't do. But if you're, you know, using this as a time to self-reflect and actually give yourself a moment to acknowledge what you're feeling, that can really help help you learn how to cope and process these types of emotions in the long run. I I I know it sounds very hippy dippy or some people don't like to do this, but sometimes just writing out how you feel, like writing in a journal or maybe writing in your iPhone notes app about what's going on, like what are what are the things that are causing you stress or anxiety in that moment can help you to learn how to process and reflect because when I actually learned how to pinpoint like what I'm feeling in a moment and like how what I can do to address it, it has helped me grow in so many ways than I could have ever imagined. So my favorite comfort show, it's called Gilmore Girls. Hopefully those of you listening have watched it. It it aired in like the early 2000s and I always watch it every time um, the weather starts to change, um, like when it starts to get colder, because it's just such a good, feel-good show. But one of the characters, when she goes through her first breakup as a teenager, she tries to convince herself that she's okay. It's like she embraces the toxic positivity mindset, like, oh, everything's fine. Like, I don't need to talk about it. Like, let's go. Like, let's do fun fun things. And her mom is just like, whoa, 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 back the tow truck up. Like, you are not okay. And it's okay to not be okay. Like, take some time to wallow. She offers to buy, like, a pint of ice cream and all of their favorite snacks and candy so that they can just allow her to be sad in that moment and grieve the relationship that just ended and at first the character is just like no 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 I don't want to do that I don't want to do that like I'm fine I don't need that and then later on I think it's like at the end of the episode she realizes like oh my gosh like no I need to take time to wallow and so she finally tells her mom and they eat ice cream together and they cry together and it's a really beautiful scene I really love I really love that scene because I think so many of us need to learn how to do that a lot more. Especially just thinking from a woman's perspective, a lot of times we're told that we're being too emotional or we're crazy or we're overdramatic. And I'm just here to tell you like, no, we're going to shut that down because that's absolutely not true. And if anything, the fact that we are in touch with our emotions just helps us build our emotional intelligence. And that is attractive. Okay. Nobody wants to be with someone who's emotionally unavailable. So if anyone gives you, gives you crap for wanting to wallow, like send them to me because I will give them a piece of my mind. Out of all the things that I listed in today's episode, making a cocktail or a mocktail, food, self-care, scheduling a Galentine's Day appointment, I think wallowing is actually my favorite because I think a lot of people can relate to this considering that Valentine's Day is typically a doomsday for a lot of people or a lot of people just choose to be such a hater about it. I think it's okay to be a hater, but... 
maybe look within and dig a little deeper as to why you're hating it so much or maybe why um, you're feeling so lonely or you're feeling really upset or hurt. Um, I would say another thing maybe to do is just don't be on social media on Valentine's Day if you have a really hard time with it because comparison is the thief of joy. And when you're on social media seeing everyone's cute Valentine's Day dates and all the little goodies that they got or what they did with their significant other, it can make you feel like you are missing out or like that you don't have all the happiness that they have, which is absolutely not true because sometimes people only post the good things about their life on social media. It's very rare. I think there's a very small percentage of people who will post an actually authentic version of their life. But most people are only going to post the really happy stuff and all the wins that they have. They're not going to post how they're actually feeling. Like they may have gone on a date with their significant other and then got into a fight and then didn't even get to enjoy the rest of their night. And yet they're posting like, I love you so much post and blah, blah, blah. Right. So don't fall into the trap of comparing yourself to other people. I, I mean, I don't really struggle with this day, but for other holidays that are difficult for me, just in general, I will typically just log off Instagram because I, I can't really handle, um, seeing different, those different types of posts celebrating those specific holidays. And I think it's, it's really helped me. And so if this is one of those holidays for you, don't be afraid to do that for yourself. I think you're going to appreciate it in the long run because social media can be our worst enemy. While it's so fun and it really brings people together, it can also make you feel super down in the dumps. (laughs) Before I close out today's episode, I wanted to address a question that came up the other day. And I was talking on the phone with one of my really good friends. She asked, I want to find someone to go on a date with, but I'm not having any luck with Hinge or any of the dating apps that I'm on. What do you think I should do? So I know there's a lot of layers to this question or just like the way that I should answer this, but I say that because I know her very well. Um, But the first thing that came to mind was get outside, like literally go outside, find an activity And chances of you meeting someone are going to increase by so much because if you go to dinner by yourself or maybe you go to the park or you go to a fitness class, whatever it is, the chances are a lot higher that you're going to run into someone who's probably also looking for, who's like on the prowl for someone to go on a date with or someone to connect with. And it'll be a lot easier for you to feel someone out and see whether or not you want to go out with that person versus like when you're scrolling on an app, like swiping right or left or whatever, 
It's so much easier to just kind of hide behind your screen. And I think we become so much more picky because the options are endless with how many people show up on your feed. And so it's easy to just say, oh, that guy gives me the ick. I don't want to, <laughs> I, I cannot give that guy a chance. Or, oh, that guy has blue eyes. Like, gross. You know, like, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's way too easy to just fall into the trap of scrolling endlessly. And I think, when we actually put ourselves out there into social situations, it just really increases your chances. Granted, she and I both really want to meet someone in a really cute way that I don't know is the most realistic. Like, we want to meet someone in a grocery store, right? Like, you're both reaching for the bread, and then your hands touch, and then you lock eyes, and then you fall in love, and then you get married, and then you have children, whatever. <laughs> whatever that little fantasy may be. Um, and sure, that may not be super realistic, but it is a lot more realistic to meet someone when you're out and about and just doing things on your own. I think you attract, you'll attract people who, with the energy that you're putting out. So I would challenge you to, I would challenge, I challenge her to get outside a little bit more because I know she's a homebody, as am I, so I'm not criticizing, but, um, just getting outside, challenging yourself to find a new activity, which is a lot scarier. I feel like the older you get, it's so much scarier than when you're younger. Maybe because there's more at stake or like we're more afraid of embarrassing ourselves. But chances are, I think a lot of people are in the same boat as as you and you're not going to embarrass yourself. So sometimes it just requires making that first move and actually challenging yourself. So all in all, I would say, sure, you can continue to use the app, but if you really want to find someone, you have to get outside. You might be thinking, oh my gosh, getting outside is absolutely horrifying. I totally get that. <laughs> it's a lot easier said than done to challenge yourself to get outside and try something new. But every time that I've done something like that, I haven't regretted it. If anything, I felt more empowered to continue doing stuff like that. So if you if you choose to challenge yourself to get outside and meet new people, let me know because I would really love to hear what activity it was or what you did to um, make a connection with someone. If you have any questions about life, friendships, dating, and all that good stuff in between, Email I totally get that podcast at gmail.com and I would love to feature your question on an upcoming episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, follow, download this episode, and tell your friends who might enjoy a podcast about life, dating, friendships, and all that good stuff in between because I would absolutely love to grow my listener. Um, my listening audience. <laughs> and with that, I hope you have a wonderful week and you find a really fulfilling way to celebrate Valentine's Day. Or you have a really good day wallowing. <laughs> and with that, I'll talk to y'all next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.